Good evening, Mendocino County. This is Michelle Hutchins, your host for tonight's edition of Inside Education. I have the pleasure of sharing my experiences at a student-led conference which focused on technology and service learning. Each spring, more than 4,000 students, teachers, parents, community members, and business leaders attend East's largest event of the year, known as the National East Conference. EAST stands for Education Accelerated Through Service and Technology. You can learn more about this initiative at www.eastinitiative.org. This multi-day event is an opportunity for students to showcase projects that make a difference in their communities, network with peers as well as industry professionals, and experience a professional conference. 20 years ago, I attended this conference with students from middle and high schools. California actually held its own conference back in 2004, where there were 150 schools represented engaged in the East Project in the Sacramento Convention Center. This current conference that I attended occurs in Heart Springs, Arkansas. I was able to compile interviews from attendees I do apologize for the quality of the recordings. Here we go. Walking up to the doors after opening session, I was greeted by a young woman who was dressed in a bright pink suit. And here is my interview, my first interview with her. Can you tell me, first of all, who you are? My, where are we? My name is Sadie Quick, and I'm from Mountain Home High School, and we're at East Conference in Hot Spring. Tell me what East is. Really, it's just a, a different class compared to everything else. How is it different from a typical technology class that a student might take in a high school? It is so student-driven. A facilitator is there to just watch you and make sure that everything's going smoothly, of course, but it is student-driven and you really get to get out in your community and just work with everybody that you might not get to work with in a normal classroom. How do you work with the community? What does that look like? You have lots of projects and you're trying to solve a problem. So if a community partner has a problem that they might need help solving, with our help, we can help bridge, solve like solve a problem that that they might have and so are you are you solving this problem on your own oh no there are lots of people you have lots of collaboration you have a team you have project members that are in charge of certain things and of course with the help of everyone in your school and community everything just turns out great is there any other educational experience that you've had that you think is better than this? No, this is the best I've ever had. I've learned so much about technology, about myself, leadership skills, communication, stuff I wouldn't learn anywhere else. East has been great. And how many years have you been doing this? Let's see. I think this is my ninth year in East. Ninth year yes, in ma'am. East. Yes, ma'am. And you're in what level of school are you right I'm now? I'm a senior. You're a senior. Yes. Wow. Thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank you. The next few interviews, I'm approaching randomly selected booths to gather a sampling of this entire experience. The noise is loud. I do apologize for that. But basically, to describe what I'm entering into, there are 250 schools, each occupying an 8 by 10 foot vendor booth, filling this entire convention center. Each booth is decorated by the group of students to highlight their different service projects and how they feel their classroom is making a difference in their community and showing how they use high-end technology and foster student growth. 
In the center of the conference are higher education and other nonprofit organizations that are engaged in promoting the student experience here. Again, I'm walking up booth after booth and I'm going to play a series of student interviews. Tell me your names, what grade you're in, how many years you've been involved with the EAST program. Okay. My name is Jalen Duncan, and this is my third year in East, and it's my first year at being at East Conference, and I'm in the ninth grade. Excellent. My name is Zoe Ring. It's my first year at East and East Conference, and I'm also in the ninth grade. If you were to tell a student about East from another state that knows nothing about this, how would you explain it? I went to a conference for Beta a couple of years ago, and I heard the saying, you only get out what you put in, and I think that describes East perfectly because it's a self-directed class and you get to choose your path. You choose your destiny almost. And it's so cool because you can do all these things and have create all these projects and make such a difference in your community. I would say that it's, it's a self-led class where you can put so much back into the community. You're handed the resources you needed, but you can only give back what you're willing to put in. Heard that East fills a classroom with these technologies. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Absolutely. We have something that's crazy to me. 3D printing technology absolutely amazes me how we can have this idea of something in our head, go on to um, programs like Tinkercad, draw it out, like experiment with it, and then create something new out of just an idea that we simply had in our head. Is there anything that you like to work with? I love using Photoshop and Adobe Illustrator. Those are my main focal points in East, and using the plotters and the printers to create posters and creating stuff like the, our backdrop here. Mm -hmm. Do students seek you out to help them with their projects because you yes. have certain skills they might want? Yes. yes. Our whole East classroom is a team. Usually people will specialize in a certain thing, and you kind of learn who specializes in what, and you're like, oh, I need a I need a big poster printed and they'd come to me because I use the plotter. Mm -hmm. Or Zoe knows how to 3D print. Yeah. And she would they would come to her if they needed like a prototype. And it's also really nice having students not only that but also try to get a well-rounded experience. And so we do have some times where we'll like experiment with other people's specialities so that we can learn more about what they're doing and more about how to do it ourselves. Has the East program changed the culture of your school at all? Definitely. Mm -hmm. In what ways? A lot of things are more student-led. Usually we're used to having admin controlling every little thing we do. And with East, we have students who are filming and live streaming and speaking our games, our sports games and events. Mm -hmm. And we have students who lead pep rallies and homecoming events. And it's just crazy to think of what we can do we when we have that sense of freedom. We get to have a voice in our school that we've never had before. And it also makes us feel, the students feel more heard because they can come to us with a problem and know that we're going to actively seek a solution to help them. This is a booth that is a Founders Award winner. Can you tell me what winning Founders Award means? So it means that you've had a lot of student growth and a lot of projects, sophistication. It mainly just shows that you have actually been on the edge of your seat to do well and succeed. Can you tell me who you are, where you're from, and how many years you've been involved in East? Okay. What grade you're in? My name is Hadley Whittle. I'm a seventh grader and I've been in East for five years. Oh, I'm Quinn Spurlock and I have been in East also for five years. Tell me about the projects that you've undertaken. So which project really spikes your interest? Let's okay. do the farmer and what's under the water. Okay, okay so the automated farmer. So there's an older farmer who had recently heard about East and reached out to us and asked if we could help him automate some things on his farm. And one specific thing was spraying his cattle with fly spray. 
And so we coated in our Arduino sensor and attached it to the nozzle of the fly spray tank and put the tank on a gate that the cattle walk by daily. And so whenever it senses that the cows pass by, it'll spray them with the appropriate amount of fly spray. Tell me now about what's under the water. So that project started when we noticed that there was a lot of injuries, incidents, and even actually some deaths that have been happening at a river less than two miles away from our school, the Buffalo River. We are working on creating a 3D model of the riverbeds to protect the kayakers and the fish habitats by using underwater drones and underwater cameras so we can see where these incidents have happened to eventually clean up the debris and trees out of the water. How would you describe East to students that or adults that have never seen this before? So I would say that it's a student-led program that you use advanced technology and help your community with the problems that they are having. What kind of technologies do you use? One main technology that we used in a lot of our projects this year was Arduino. And basically it's just like coded sensors. Mm -hmm. And another one was 3D printing. That's how we made our What's the Walker Combo project. We 3D printed our... In your program won an award. Yes. Right, the Founders Award. What is it about your program that you think really stands out that makes you deserving of this award? I think personally it's our student growth. I think that because last year our facilitator was actually forced to take some time off due to some personal reasons and we were actually forced to be more independent with our projects and use the resources that we actually had at our school. I feel like that pushed into this year. Your teachers teach you a lot of this technology? They help us ease our way into these technologies. So what do you mean by that? Easily? So they like help us learn what these are and like what they do and give us a little bit of a like, not a push, but like help you know what they are. They're not giving you step-by-step -step instructions no. on how they to will, utilize. They will give us some things that we can use to help us, some resources that will actually help us succeed in this and help us along the way. But they're going to mainly see if we can figure this out on our own. Isn't that find that kind of learning frustrating? I can get a little bit frustrated during this time during times like those, but your East facilitator you have to remember that your East facilitators are just trying to help you be more independent with these projects and they are still going to help you along the way, but it's a student led so you should be able to learn it more with your fellow classmates. But once you work through that frustration, what do you get on the other end? Actually get to successfully go forward in your projects and you can know that you were successful to help somebody. What does this experience bring to you personally? It makes me feel empowered, like I can speak to some people, I can tell about what we have done at East and be proud of myself. Do you think it helps your community see young people differently? I feel like it means even if we're young, we can still make a difference in our community using technology that some people might not know how to do. I feel like it makes people value us more because they see the stuff that we actually are doing. Ladies, tell me where you're from, what grade you're in, and how many years you've been involved in an East program. We are in the sixth grade, and we are from Oak Grove Middle School, and this is our first year because we couldn't do it in the fifth grade. Okay. Yes. So this is our first year being in East Conference, being just in East in general, and yeah, it's really fun. I love being here. How would you describe East okay. to someone who doesn't know East. anything about this? East stands for Education Accelerated by Services and Technology. East is a program where you find problems in your community and make projects to assist and solve those problems. East is very special to me because it kind of shows you patience and like just, I don't know, just helping your community in just a very good way with projects, maybe helping like your just family life maybe, like because this project we're helping 
our East Facilitator's dad. When you say this project, what are you talking about? Yes, Digits for Duke is, we're trying to make a prosthetic for our East Facilitator's dad. He lost his fingers when he was in a factoring building and he loves golf. When he's golfing, it hurts, like his fingers are very sensitive. We are trying to make a 3D printed, kind of like, I aesthetic guess, and it'll go glove. into his glove. And so it helps him golf without being hurt. What are some of the other projects that your lab's working on? Teacher stress, which is because of COVID, teachers like were getting stressed out. So me and my two other East students, not students, but partners. like partners, we have created a brochure and a stress ball. And we are trying to give them to teachers and helping teachers not be as stressed out and feel needed in the school district. What inspired you to do that? If they are happy about teaching, then the students will be happy about learning. Yeah. What is this project about? It's called Dyslexia Readers. Dyslexia Readers, well, dyslexia people have trouble like focusing on words. Like if they're reading a book, then they're like reading a line and like, oh, what's that word? And then they're, they kind of like lost a line. So we created a 3D model of something that they can like put on their computers, a book, when they're writing, so they can focus better and when I'm looking at this product, it looks sort of like a frame. It goes on the words, so it blocks out the other word. It, you just don't get confused on like scrambled text and stuff. The East program, how is it different from your other technology classes that you've taken in the past? Whenever I come into my period for East, I'm so happy. It's like a family of just learning in that classroom. Yeah, and it's just open for everybody. Like you don't have to feel scared to you know, so, so when you say that it's a it's a classroom full of learning, is that like your teachers telling you what to do? No, they let like us all share our ideas and be open with like what we want to fix in our community. And I feel like that's like a big part of these, like helping your community. And I've gotten out of my comfort zone so many times being in this East program. So it's like it's so really special. When you when you say out of your comfort zone, what do you mean by that? So me personally, I don't really like talking in front of lots of people and that's just been me for like forever. Like I don't like going in up in front of people and presenting, but now my East facilitator and my whole class has like cheered me on to be the person that I'm so excited to present now. You're like, like personal cheerleaders. Yes. So I love being right here. I love talking to you right now. Like it's so much fun to me that like, I don't know, it just has gotten me out of my comfort zone in so many ways. And yeah, I love that. I will remember this moment for probably the rest of my yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, ladies. I appreciate the time you spent with me. This is Michelle Hutchins, host of Inside Education. We've heard from high school, middle, and elementary school students that are all in attendance of the National East Conference. This conference happens in Hot Springs, Arkansas, one time a year. And we are listening firsthand to students talk about their experiences. This next set of schools are an art school as well as a virtual school. And they're going to be talking a little bit more about the actual conference experience. How does an arts academy use the EAST program to help you learn? It can help you be able to speak in front of people. It can also help you with writing professional emails. Professional uh, emails is what and, I heard you and say. Professional, so professional uh, emails and, and professional phone, phone calls. calls. We'll talk to uh, our facilitator, Miss Miss Lay. At first, we had almost everybody had a huge fear of talking to people digitally and in person. Together, 
everybody worked together and through our projects we got far and we made professional emails, we made calls, we had Zoom meetings, we went on field trips to go visit people and we, I think everybody has gotten way better at talking to people over that fear. What grade are you all in? I'm in fourth grade. So she's in fourth grade. I'm in fifth grade. I'm in fifth grade. And then we have sixth graders and one third grader. One third grader. And how many years have you been involved in East? This is this is our first year. This is the entire school's first year. Yeah. Oh wow! So you're just beginning. We've never been to East Conference or never done this. Yeah. And what do you think of this experience? I think it is a life changing experience. I think I can learn so much from it. I, I believe it will help me a lot in the future. Do you think there's importance of having this event yes. over just having your school do the program? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, this, yeah this we get to see how amazing other schools have done. We get to see, we get their, see their We get to see their progress. We get to see their journey. We get to visit them and they get to tell us about what they came up with to see next year we, we can learn from those ideas. We can even make friends from schools so far away that we may even get to see next year in the next East event. And we can get ideas from their brochures their, and their ideas. It expands your yeah. ideas. Yes. What, do you think East is changing the culture of your school at all? Yes. yes. In yes. what yes, manner? What way? Well, Helping people speak in front of people. Before I was in like East, before I was in East, I was scared of performing or dance, like singing or talking to, in front of people. It scared me to death. But I, when I got into East, it changed. And a lot of our projects help our school. So, like we, in like one of our projects, there's flooding and composting, which is my, my recycling. recycling. And so it's helping our school be better. Is there anything else you'd want to tell the big wide world about the East program and your school? I just want to say, if you get an offer to become to go to East, then you, I think you should accept it. It's a life changing experience. It can help you in the future. It makes it helps me get over my fears. It helps me talk to people. It helps me not be embarrassed for who I am. It, you know, it's my choice. I get to help whatever problem that I like to help in. I was just like a fourth grader thinking that the world was just rainbows and unicorns and then when I was offered these, it showed I can make a difference and that I matter in the world and that I'm not just one person, I can help so many. Thank you. This is Arkansas's Virtual Academy, an online school that students do independent study, right? And yes. so tell me what this East Conference experience has been for you. It's been a lot different because we're not really used to socializing that much. Tell me more. Yeah, we're also not used to doing big trips like this because we are online. We're used to mostly staying at our house. This is a big event for you. Yes. Is this the first time you've been to an East Conference? Uh, this is my second time. I've been here last year, okay. but we didn't have a booth. What do you think about this experience? Do you think the East Conference is a necessary component of the East experience? Yes, because you get to look at other people's projects and get ideas and see how it actually works all together. Tell me, being a virtual academy, how did you work to put this expansive booth together? Just for our listeners, I'm looking at a 20 by 10 foot booth that is exemplifying the different service projects the students have done. We do meet up every month uh, in person. Okay. And then 
every t every week we have two meetings, and then we have stuff like Teams, and we get to text each other to communicate, and emails as well, how to communicate how this is going to work out. What did you use to design the booth? Um, Our imaginations. Your imaginations. <laughs> Creativity. Okay. How would you explain East? to students that have never seen this program before. It's where you create projects to help your community while involving technology and learning new things with new equipment. New equipment. And you have teachers that teach you this technology? Yeah, or you can go online and research how to use this technology and study yourself. Okay. And what does that process do for you as a learner? It expands like my learning capability, I guess. It teaches me how to use other things and how to research as well. I think it's changed the culture of your virtual school, having this program? Yes. In what way? It opens up other people's minds because now we can help other people within our school as well. And do you think that helps your community see young people differently? Yes. In what way? Because a lot of people think that mostly virtual school, you can do stuff like this when we can. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. This is Michelle Hutchins, host of Inside Education. We're talking today with attendees of the National East Conference. East stands for Education Accelerated Through Service and Technology. This conference happens in Hot Springs, Arkansas annually. Program has been in existence over 20 Four years. We're going to be now moving into a different set of interviews where I talk with the University of Arkansas program, which helps students in the EAST program work with mapping software, GIS and GPS, positioning software. We will also be talking to a few student groups that focused on utilizing this software. Tell me who you are, what you do. Sure. I'm Malcolm Williamson. I'm a senior research associate at the Center for Advanced Spatial Technologies at the University of Arkansas. We're a, a, a research center, a research department at the university that uh, collaborates on projects with other researchers. We're the, we're the technology experts that sh share work with domain experts. So I work with biologists, archaeologists, architects, uh, civil engineers to uh, apply spatial technology to a variety of, of, of projects. Our founding director, Fred Lint, who was an archaeologist, is an archaeologist, he actually found that East's approach to education really changed his outlook to how, how he should teach at the university level. When we moved into our new building, he rearranged our classrooms so that it encouraged collaboration among students. Instead of being the sage on the stage, he's now the guide by the side. And furthermore, he went to flipped classrooms early on because he realized that you know students don't really enjoy listening to lectures, but that material does need to be learned. So he started producing video lectures and students were responsible for that content, but they did that on their own time. In the classroom, it was about applying what they learned and on projects and having the, the professor there as a resource. And uh, students uh, really enjoyed it and, and you know, they had to work hard because they're almost doing twice as much learning, but they learned a lot and they, and they valued what they learned. You've been exposed or working with the EAST initiative for over 20 years. Can you tell me what you've, how you've seen it impact K-12 education? I think, um, I mean, the, the, the biggest thing I think most of us outsiders see as we, we look in on EAST is, is the fact that students become excited about learning. 
they also become interested in being active members of their community. I remember back uh, the town of Eureka Springs, which is a small tourist center here in Arkansas. Teenagers used to be looked at as a liability in the community. After East got established with a really superior teacher there, they became a resource and they, and they started recognizing that in themselves uh, when, you know, when the mayor and the city council would, would you know, contact East and say, you know, can you guys help us with this? <laughs> because they had more technology and more skill sets than most of the other folks in their small community. Tell me who you are, where you're from, and what grade you're in. Um, I'm Brooklyn Kellum. I'm from Southside Bee Ranch High School, and I'm in 10th grade. Okay, and you? I'm Benjamin Hutto. I'm from Southside Bee Branch High School, and I'm in 10th grade as well. Great. How many years have you been involved in East? I'm a second year East student. Second year East? I'm a second year. Second year East. Okay, now tell me what your projects are. Um, so, Grave Secrets, Maggie and I um, are working with two local cemeteries, Pine Mountain and Blackwell Cemetery, and we're using ArcGIS and Survey123 to plot points because the cemetery, the people who run the cemeteries, they don't have maps of all the headstones, and some of them are unmarked graves or the headstones are wearing down, you know. We're going out to the cemeteries, and we use Garmin Glows to get a precise location, and then we fill out information in Survey 3 about the person uh, in, and veteran information, and we take a picture of the headstone. And we're going to work with the cemetery people to possibly get pictures of the people who died from family members. We're putting all of this information into points that will go in a map, and then they'll be able to use them. The cemetery people and public can use them. Can you tell me about another one of the projects yes. that are up here? My projects are Off the Map and Walking Dead. Off the Map is we're going to a cemetery and creating a 3D restoration of it with a drone. Because if you go there, recently, a couple years ago, we cleaned it out because it was like full of weeds because it's a Civil War era graveyard there's also oh. a civil war veteran in it wow so a bunch of the great headstones are just rocks like just a rock and you wouldn't even know a grave is there using rgs story maps we can plot we can put in plots to tell you where every headstone is and what they say on it. and then we're going to put it on a website to get it out to everyone the walking dead is kind of the same is pretty much the same concept except we're going to make a recreation of it with unreal engine which is a game making engine it's also good for like 3d uh, what do I want to say, like 3D landscapes and stuff. And we're going to put that on an Oculus Rift, a VR machine. That will allow you to actually get in it and look around everywhere because it would be really cool. But not everybody has a virtual reality machine, so that's what Off the Map is for, for the website to get it out for. How would you define the EAST program to a student that doesn't know anything about EAST? EAST is all about using our technology that we have to serve the community and help the community because they don't have access to 3D printers, 3D modelers, drones, and we're all about community service as well. So then you have a teacher that teaches you all this? Yeah, we have a facilitator. And what does that mean? She basically watches over us. East is a really student-driven program where it's really you learning everything. Like our facilitator, she doesn't know all of the equipment and everything but that's fine because it's East is here for students to learn those machines on their own and develop good ways to research and learn and what did that what does that type of learning do for you that learning it helps me when I jump into a new thing to not get too overwhelmed in it I'm like okay first I'm going to go online see everything I can find and then I'm going to actually 
watch YouTube videos and then I'm going to actually use this software while watching YouTube video tutorials and everything. So it really teaches you a step-by-step -step process on how to learn new stuff. And you feel like you could pretty much teach yourself anything at this point, I would think. <laughs> Maybe not everything, but uh, it, it has helped me learn new stuff. How has the type of teaching that happens in the EAST program uh, allowed you to grow as a person or a student? I think that since we're teaching ourselves in these, it's helped me in my other classes. If the teacher is not getting the word cross very well, I can do it myself a lot better than used to. Does it help you in other classes? Yes. Yeah. How? Can you tell me a little bit more about that? I know a lot, a broader spectrum of all the technologies and it teaches me a lot doing these projects about my community and like resources and getting resources and contacting, staying in touch with people. So when I go to my other classes, I think I have a little bit of a head start than other students. Has it changed the culture of your school at all? This project is where our student body president, Skyler, he's a senior this year. He wanted to get a couple buildings at our school and a rock sign that's like the second one in the state to be on the historic registry. We are going to help him with that. We just, he got that done and so we're going to make a mural uh, that will go along with how he got that on the registry. That's brilliant. A big change for our school. Great. Thank you. Tell me who you are. My name is Arlen Dedushai. Uh Rita Hudson, senior. And you are a senior as well? Yes. Great. Both seniors at which school? Don Tyson School of Innovation. Tell me about what the EAST program is. How would you define it to someone de that doesn't know anything about this? I would define EAST, one, it's a great chance to do service to the community. Also, it is a safe place to try your interests out. If something interests you, coding, for me it was 3D printing. I had the interest and they're like, sure, you can try it. And I was able to try it and I just fell in love with that. And I've seen other people fall in love with coding and they're just able to try whatever. I mean, there's even shirt making was an option. It's anything that interests you that could possibly do service to the community, it's all up for game. Yeah, that was one of the huge things for me is that over the five years, I've been able to try so many different things from technology-based things to even just like getting out into my community and talking to people. And that's really been my aspect of like communication and really working with other people in that aspect. So I've heard a rumor that in the EAST program, technology isn't actually taught by your teacher. How does that work? I will say, the way I put it in is in a Lego set. In a Lego set, you have to figure it out and you have to build it. Once you do that, you get better and better each time at building a Lego set. That is the exact same way when it comes to, when you give your first, my first software is Fusion 360 for um, 3D printing. Once I learned that software, I was able to pick up Revit and Architectural Studio Design program quickly. It took me at least two months. And for some people, it takes even a year to completely get. And it's just, you learn it on your own and you do have guidance. If they, if you need someone to actually teach you, they can find that for you if you really need the help. I and mean, where would they find that? Different Within teachers in the school, different teachers if you need help, or you could go find them. With our school being like 6th through 12th grade, which is huge for us, we're able to have so many mentors. And so I'm able to work with 6th graders and teach them experience that I've learned from being in East and even outside of that to help them learn. And so really East for us is a community within itself, whereas our teacher is just there to like support us. There was also one thing that our, our East facilitator does. It's a, the, it's a website where there's actually thousands and thousands of courses and she'll sign you up and she'll actually give you that access 
to go learn. That's how I actually learned fusion for a little bit. I mean, anything, you have an interest in anything, it goes. What are some of the projects that your, that your program has undertaken? It was a 3D printed hand that would translate sign language. Mm -hmm. That was movements. my first one. It was like, whoa. And I mean, like, who would have thought of that? It was just crazy. And they thought of it and they were able to do it. And We've done anything. My first project was a 360 video of the Amazium in Bentonville, Arkansas. And that was like kind of my first step into East. So we've done things from that to building our chess program at East to uh, he. So with the CAD software, with the 3D printing, I mean, I've been, I got the chance to be involved with every, pro almost every project. We had one person doing aquaponics. I was building, I was 3D printing graphs for them. We actually had one project a long time ago. It was called Baby on Board, where it would detect if a baby was in the seat so they wouldn't leave the baby behind in a hot weather. And I 3D printed the sign for them. I love being involved with every project. It's, I get a little bit of a... Exactly. Like, there's so many things going on in the East program that, like, I'm talking one thing, someone, I'm doing one thing and they're doing someone something else. And it's cool to see how all the projects interlink together. We have one person doing graphic design for all the projects. The relationship building aspect is is incredible. I I made a cookie cutter of my superintendent's face and now I have a relationship with my superintendent of the district. And I mean, I never would have thought I even ever would have had the chance, but that's the beauty of East. Yeah. It's sporadic, it's beautiful, it's it's innovative. It's a safe playground for You become for friends with people that you never really thought you'd become friends with through you have so many different interests, but you have that one connection of East. This is Michelle Hutchins, host of Inside Education. Switching gears, we're going to talk about what it means to be an EAST facilitator, the type of professional development that EAST Initiative offers their facilitators, and then we're going to listen to a few examples of what students think of this type of learning. So you, you are what, what is termed an EAST facilitator. Can you tell me what that means? So an EAST facilitator, really what your job entails really is going to depend on kind of the age level you're at. Um, I've done this for a while, from my grades 3 through 12, and I've done it differently at kind of each level. Currently, I'm an elementary East facilitator doing uh, grades 3 through 5. We work on a lot of public speaking skills. We learn on a lot of technology development skills. We learn a lot about just how to manipulate computers to get the desired output that you want or outcome that you want. In the elementary environment, we start to work on that reach out um, with our communities. We do a lot more community involvement within our school, which needs a lot more so than... So your school becomes your local community. Our school at the becomes our level. primary, primary community. community. Now we do reach out and do other things. Last year we worked with the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences and the program they had on nutrition education, which was really neat. We did a 30-minute TV cooking show with one of our native Marshallese people in Springdale. And they, we did a cooking show that did basically a native Marshallese recipe. That was focused on cultural awareness, uh, high prevalence of diabetes in our Marshallese population, which is a problem. That was one of the problems we were facing. Year we also work with the fire station. And this year we're working with some science centers. What I found is, especially with those third through fifth graders, they see problems a lot better within their individual building than they do outside. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of them have never been to the other side of town. So thinking globally or even a larger locally setting kind of gets challenging. Challenging. Um, once them. you get to those middle school kids, and you'll see here, middle school kids, I feel like that's the best age group for them because that's when they can still do cool stuff in East, but there's not all the other options and opportunities. 
once you get older, junior high and high school, it starts to get a little harder to retain those kids because they can go do TV news production instead of just doing a little bit of that in East. So they tend to use East as a springboard, I think, to go find what they really want to do and maybe dive deeper into that content. Into that content. East can do that as well, especially in the smaller, more rural schools where you don't have those po- mm-hmm. uh, those options. In Springdale, we're the biggest school in Arkansas, so we have a lot of options. But when you come here and see 350 schools and some of the schools from the Delta in Arkansas where they have the coolest and most important thing they have is an East program, they can really start to develop a lot of skills, a lot of useful job-type elements, things they're going to need for employment. It's almost career technical education it, it is for CTE, the rural community. Especially in that junior high and high mm-hmm. school area. Yeah. Right? So everything I said about bigger cities, the, it's I think it's a little more better in the younger areas. Once you get to those smaller cities, they, those older kids need that development mm-hmm. for their technical careers yep. to learn those skills because they're not going to get them anywhere else in school. And they may not get them until even after they graduate high school, college level, or some kind of workforce training or community tech school, something like that. They may not learn those schools until then. So we're really giving them an opportunity to jump ahead of the game, jump ahead of the line, and have some skills that other people don't in areas that are highly developing, especially mm-hmm. with those rural, low-income minority families. And I think that's really, for me, that's where it's at. Have you seen East make any changes in school culture? So for me, I think it, it definitely benefits the kids, especially as I get a little bit older and they start reaching out and talking to people and working for actual clients and taking on real jobs. It gives them a sense of ownership. It gives them a sense of pride. It also lets them know what's coming for the next 40 or 50 or 60 years of work. And your name? Wade Ward. Wade Ward. Uh, and I'm at Parson Hills Elementary School in Springdale, Arkansas. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you very you. much. Yeah, yeah. How many years have you been a facilitator? Uh, this is my ninth year oh, as an East facilitator. So this is my seventh year at conference because we missed two years for COVID. First, tell me who you are and what grade you're in and how long you've been in East. I'm Taylor Ray. I've been in East for, this should be my five years. Uh, I go to Central Junior High. I'm in ninth grade. But tell me about your East project and your East program. My East project is Patching Police. This all started when I was at Halstern Middle School and I was talking with my dad, who's an officer. I was talking to him about officers in our area that have gotten injured in the line of duty and we came to the realization he had a blood type patch on his lunchbox. I came up with the creative idea to stick it on their best, just Velcro to their best, and they have a shirt covering for privacy. And so if an officer gets hurt in the line of duty, then you can take off their work shirt and their blood type is displayed for EMTs. And how would you say technology came into play with that particular project? Well, so first we had to make the patches, which needed an embroidery machine. So we reached out to B. Sewin, who thankfully gave us a machine. They also gave us a software. But the software was not the right one that we needed, so we had to improvise. We came up with, we scoured the YouTube internet. We found a, a YouTube video of something similar to what we could do. So we came up with the idea to just do, figure out how to do it from that way. How would you say the East program or your East class is different from other classes that teach you technology. Our East facilitator is very, you go do it yourself, but he also, like if you need help with downloading a software or just you can't figure it out, then he will help you, but he's very hands-off and he lets us do it ourselves. Is that a good thing? It is a very good thing because we aren't being 
handheld to just he teaches us how to do it and we don't we learn researching skills we learn how to think outside the box what kind of influence has this program had on you personally I think this has had a positive influence. It helped me. I've come to a lot of troubles with my project problems. I didn't even think I would solve, have to solve. And it just helps me build problem solving skills. Which then gives you what in life? If I come across a problem, I know how to fix it or know ways to fix it. Nice. So nothing can stop you then, nothing right? Nothing can stop me. First of all, tell me who you are and how you got involved in EASE. Oh, absolutely. So my name is Troy DeBell, and I was an art teacher in, in Arkansas Public Schools in the southeast region near Pine Bluff. And I taught art for, I would say, 15, 12, 13, 14 years before I became an EAST facilitator. Um, my school adopted the program and I was the first facilitator in our program. And when I went through what we call phase training at EAST, it completely blew my mind as far as self-directed learning and community involvement goes. It changed the way that I see education and it changed the well trajectory of my whole career. Because I, after facilitating in the classroom for five years, I was hired as East staff, and I'm a program coordinator now. So what I do now is visit uh, around 40 schools across Arkansas that have programs and provide support to them. But one of the, the most key pieces of East is the professional development for teachers and facilitators. It's targeted and very, very specific to the needs of the facilitator. It's given by EAST facilitators for other EAST facilitators. So you really have the benefit of people who do your job sharing best practices. And it's, an, it's just a really open dialogue among all, uh, all 250 schools across you know, Arkansas, Louisiana, Oklahoma that we have. And it's a sharing of ideas and best practices that really helps you enhance what you're doing in the classroom. But it's so relevant because, you know, as a, as a former art teacher, I've been to conferences that didn't necessarily have anything to do with the subject that I taught. And to go somewhere where it was specifically designed for my classroom needs that impacted the changes that I made in the classroom, whether it's technology integration or classroom management or just the way I overall run things made me a better facilitator because I was learning from people who did my job every day and what, what they were doing that worked. Can you tell me a little bit about the tenants of the EAST program? What is it that makes EAST different than other forms of teaching children with technology? Well, I think that we see tangible results in the classroom. You see a tangible impact that students are making. These projects are not um, developed as hypothetical situations that could potentially help if implemented. These are situations that, you know, they're making actual real change in their local communities because it's student-led. Students get to explore the technology and the community projects that they want to do. So when we know that when students truly care about a, a topic or um, a subject, they're going to succeed because they have that internal motivation to do well. So that's one of the things that is really special about East. Students get to explore the things that they're interested in, but they make real impact in their actual community. And instead of doing a hypothetical, we'll say, you know, poster board project, they're working with leaders in their community. They're, they're training with industry professionals. 
every area you can think of, but they're making they're making a real difference in their communities. And that just impacts the way children look at their world Absolutely. and their own personal education. Absolutely. I think we sometimes as adults are guilty of putting limits on what kids can do because they're young or they don't have the experience. But after working with East for so long and being in the classroom with students, it's truly incredible what you can see them accomplish when you give them the tools and the freedom to really go and make that change. They're capable of so much more than we, we give them credit for in a traditional classroom. Thank you. Really appreciate yeah, that. Absolutely. This is Michelle Hutchins, host of Inside Education. You've just listened to an East staff member describe the type of professional development that they offer. Now let's listen to the chair of the board of the National East Initiative, as it is a nonprofit organization, talk about his feeling of why the East Initiative and its way of educating students is so important for rural communities. We talked a little bit last night about education in rural communities. The best explanation is to walk around that hall down there and see what the projects are. You know, one of the three tenants, of course, are giving back to community, uh, technology, and team building, all right? Through technology, I think what we are showing kids, I don't not think, I know, that they don't have to go off and leave their community. They can stay in that community and build something and still have a fulfilled life and still have a great job and still do all the things that when you graduate or go off to college you expect yourself to do. You can do it in that community. Uh, yeah, maybe you go off to school, but you can come back. There was a, uh, a lady that had a startup in Jonesboro, I think it was, about 10 years ago. She was a big tech-savvy entrepreneur. And she she was out in Silicon Valley, and she just said, you know, I want to go home and do something for my, for my small town. And that's what she did. And her message to the decision makers, policy makers back there, was that you don't have to go away to have this kind of life. You can have it here. You, you can do all those great things, but you can have it here. And you can build a community. To me, that's how I, I've seen it happen. You know, I, I've seen kids say, you know, I could have gone to Harvard. I could have gone wherever. In fact, I was talking to a kid yesterday. Uh, had scholarships to go a lot of different places. He said, I, I'm going to stay close to home because I want to do something here. So, so the service learning component of East, that giving back to your community, you think actually ties the student closer to their local community than what a traditional school experience would do? It's a hook. It's a hook. It's a hook. And particularly when they do that first service project and they say, wow, look what I did. You know, it might be something as simple as designing a dog park or there was a project down in Texarkana. They designed a system at the at one of their parks to pick up dog food, okay? You know, you know I think <laughs> that's kind of lame. But those kids presented to the board and they were so excited about their project. They got to meet with the mayor, they met with the director of parks, they went to the Chamber of Commerce and met the president to get funding. And so they did all these things. And you and I think, well, that's just a little thing, but it wasn't to them. And so those little things like that tie them back to the community and make them think, there's a place for me here. That's my perspective on it. I'm sure other board members will tell you yeah. other things. But to me, after my 
seven years of being on the board here, that's the most important thing. That's the, more, that's the most important thing in Arkansas we can do with East. Yeah. I, I realize that getting these kids ready for life is important. I realize that getting them comfortable with technology so to help them get a leg up is important. But connecting them to the community is by far the most important. Thank you. You're listening to John Riggs, the fourth, who's on the East Board of Directors. Can you tell me who you are and what school you're from? My name's Addison, and I'm, a, my, I'm from Linda Children's Nap Elementary. And what grade are you in? Fourth. You're in fourth grade. Tell me about the projects that your East program is doing. So one of our projects is the Spanish Buddy Board. So not all of our students can communicate their needs in one spot on the playgrounds. We created a communication board that would help all students communicate, and we made it more inclusive right here creating a Spanish version. So our client is our school and surrounding communities. Our partner is Springville School East Program Special Public School Maintenance and Special Education Department. Our technology is Canva Affinity Designer and Google Translate. Do you have any questions? And those that's what you use to be able to create the communication board? Yeah, would you like to see it? We're now getting a visual of the communication board that was made by Springdale Schools East programs. And it's on an iPad and it's got a it's pictorial. They can use pictures that also have the words under them to be able to communicate with each other if they don't share the same language. Can you tell me about how East is different than a typical technology class that you might take in your school? Um, yes, I can. So East is a little bit different because it changes you in your own way. It can make you become a better talker in front of big places, or it can make you step out of your comfort zone. Well, we do a lot of teamwork, and we care about our team. And how is the team dynamic help? Our team dynamic helps maybe like when one of our teammates isn't doing what they're like supposed to then our team comes together and makes discussion and we figure out what we So you have to problem solve within your team sometimes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Let's listen to another facilitator I was able to interview and talk about the pride he has in the students that he works with himself. This particular interview speaks for itself. Uh, if you could tell me who you are, what you do, and the story of what your students accomplish. Uh, my name is John Stokes. I'm the facilitator at Lakeside High School here in Hot Springs. Uh, but this happened at Hot Springs World Class High School. Uh -huh. I had the privilege of teaching two students, Ella Pace and Maddie Scott. Both have graduated. One's at Michigan and one's pursuing a career in medical studies. Okay. They started out, Ella's dad was a neurosurgeon, still is. And they had a unique concept. They wanted to 3D print patients' brain tumors from MRI scans. Hadn't been done in the state of Arkansas. Like what we're supposed to do, we're supposed to say, go get it. And they did. Working with their dad and a patient, they released the MRI files to the young ladies. They 3D printed the first one in Arkansas. And they continued doing that. But the story really evolved whenever I was diagnosed with head and neck cancer. When but, you were? Yes. I'm oh. a almost five-year survivor. My kids actually 3D printed mine and they did it right before conference when we came. I finished treatments in January, and I was at conference that year. Wow. So they, they learned so much, and they're, they're brilliant, all of them are, 
but that one hit home. Yeah, that would hit home. Yeah. Thank you for yes, sharing your story. Thank you and very much. And there's tons of them. So find I them. know, right? Yep. We're, of course, going to end the program with a few more examples of student projects. Tell me who you are, what grades you are in, and a little bit about what you're doing here. Okay, so my name is Jaylene Benitez, and I'm from California, I'm from Orange County, and I'll be teaching you, you can learn about any of these projects you would like. I'm also in fifth grade. You're in fifth grade, and yes, so now you don't live in California anymore, right? No, I don't live in California okay. anymore. Tell me what your program does. What are, what are you doing in here? I'll teach you about this project over here, Okay. and it's where a lot of kids here at my school, George Elementary, love going to trampoline parks. And ever since one of us got injured before, we've noticed that a lot of kids are not really stopping to read what is posted for them. We're making birthday invitations with QR codes on them. For example, your parent or guardian could download or print out the birthday invitation for you. And it'll just give it out to your friends and everything. And so everybody will be safe while having fun. What does the QR code do? It takes you to a business safety video if you scan it. You're including the safety information in the invitation and you're making those invitations available to anyone that wants to use them. Yes, now we're also partnering with Altitude and Defy. We're also trying to contact other birthday locations such as like David Fuster's. Oh, so you're trying to get your design to be part of one of the online yeah. designs. Yes, Very good. So that's how you're partnering with an industry. Yes, yeah. You're completely right. Can you tell me how this experience in the, in, you're in fifth grade, you said? Yes, Can you tell me how this experience is different from your other classes or from other classes that might teach you technology skills? East has definitely impacted my life in so many different ways. It made me so much outgoing and it makes me want to reach out to people and, and I love helping my community. It just makes me more participate in class and my other classes as well, ma'am. And how does it do that? I just feel like it makes me very outgoing. Like it doesn't make me just stand there and be nervous sitting in my seat. It makes me outgoing and I want all those kids to have this opportunity because it really did help me. It transformed you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. What would you say to a state leader that was considering bringing East into their state? I would say I think it's a very wise choice and it would help grow your students into well-rounded adults. Yeah. It benefits, it, it shows them that you can make a change not just in high school, but it goes so much past that. It gives you experience that you can't trade for anything else that you're going to use in your future professions throughout right. the rest of your life. So you said something pretty important. You said it, it gives you the, the belief that you can make a change. Mm -hmm. How does it do that? You have to find a problem and you have to find the solution. It, it's all about you are the one seeking something a change in your not just school system it could be a community it could be your town your county whatever you're finding problems that you know need to be fixed and you are finding your own way through whatever the process is finding your clients and using all of this technology that's been handing to you to find a way to change whatever the problem is and it's, it's and you know that you are the one that has to make the change because no one will do it for you east is building up leaders throughout our community and so you you're building leaders for your yes. do you think east changes the way the community views young people absolutely i think that a lot of the times we're not as trusted because we're younger and we're less wise i guess um, through east we're learning these technologies and how to speak with administrators and our community partners like citizens bank we're really 
really good community partners with Citizens Bank and the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission. It's teaching us how to be good speakers and good leaders and finding the problems and solving the problems on our own. It's showing us how to be goal-oriented, how to find something that we want to achieve and work and put everything into it to get to that spot where we need to be. And I think adults are really starting to notice, even if it's like just community bank or just our school admin are starting to notice that we're not just ordinary kids. We want to make a change and we want to be the leaders of the future. Well, okay, what I think EAST is about, EAST is a student-driven program where we go out, find problems in the community that need to be solved, and then we try to find a solution to that problem. It, sometimes it takes different things, grant writing, or maybe it's talking to a city planner, or the police department, school administrators. There's a wide range of different things that you would do. Okay. Tell me a little bit about the technology in the classroom. We have 3D printers, we work with cameras, green screens sometimes. We use Google a lot. Google is massive because we find different solutions on there or we'll use grant writing websites to get grants. Canva. We created all this in Canva. Yes. Is there anything else you'd want to tell the big wide world about the EAST program and your school? EAST rocks. <laughs> yeah, it does, it does. Do you, you think every student should have this experience in the yes, world? Yes, yes. It could change them. It could change their lives. This is Michelle Hutchins, host of Inside Education. After attending this conference and talking to so many of the students and staff as well as organizers of the East Conference that this program is easily implemented inside California as we have seen from its past implementation in California 20 years ago. And that concludes our show tonight. I hope you've enjoyed listening to these interviews. Again, if you would like more information about the EAST Initiative or would like to donate to their cause, it is www.eastinitiative.org. We do thank you for supporting Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, listener-supported community radio. This show was pre-recorded at the MCOE studio in Ukiah, California. I look forward to talking with you next month. Michelle Hutchins, host of Inside Education. Good night, Mendocino County. Have a good evening. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.